Here we go, folks. That is the sound of the bell of 2023, technically, Rick. Round number six, fight number eight, Pacific Coast Boxing, punches and bunches, shoe shines in the corner, hot sauce to the ribs, ranchos aligado, when in doubt, stick it out, duro, duro, duro. Pacific Coast Boxing, Happy New Year to everybody here, of course, with my partner, Rick Prado. Rick, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Just ready to talk boxing. Absolutely, Rick. Here we go. I mean, we've been gone on a hiatus for about, I'd say, what, four weeks? Yeah. Um, you know, we did get hit up, and yes, we're back, right? We told everybody we we're going to take a little time off, and then, of course, we had all the atmospheric rivers here in California, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, torrential downpour after torrential downpour. It was... Uh kind of a mess for a little bit it was and if anybody lives out in california like we do we know that we just don't have the infrastructure right mm -hmm. drainage and all that stuff to support the rain so yeah it was quite the uh quite the ordeal here but here we are man ready to go in 2023 yeah. no yeah definitely looking forward to uh, a better 2023 than than was 2022 a torrential downpour of fight action in the ring hopefully rick mm -hmm. in 2023 you know it's interesting rick i was thinking about the uh the great charles dickens dickens i think he's the one that has the poem that talks about it was the best of times right it was the worst of times mm -hmm. we had everything in front of us we had nothing in front of us that's kind of what i think about boxing right now rick yeah you know it's just kind of the it seems like a little bit of a lull right now and but i i do think there's stuff off in the horizon that that, that will come up yeah, if you think about boxing, right, in 2023, you know, when I say we have, you know, we had everything in front of us and nothing in front of us, it's loaded with talent, mm -hmm. right? When you look at the fighters, right, at Gervonta Davis, Dimitri Bivol, Usyk, Fury, Shakur Stevenson, Haney, I mean, and and so it's got the potential, right, the yeah. sport the sport itself to really take off, right? And, and maybe that's just us being um, unrealistically optimistic, Rick, right? Uh -huh. Because we love the sport. But it really has all of the ingredients. If you think about, like, the product, it's got the product, yeah. right? It's not like there's a lack of talent and a lack of fighters, right? What there's a lack of is is everything else that we've talked about. We did it on one of our first shows, the sanctioning bodies, the best fighting, the best, and all that. But you got the product, Rick. Yeah, no, there's, there's definite boxing stars out there. But yeah. You know they have to fight one another. You know we we can't. Uh, you know we've been talking about it, it seems like for a couple of years now. Yeah. You know, these guys, you know, they need to fight one another and not get to the point where you know Earl Spence, um, you know, and what's Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, it's good that you, you know, forgot yeah, because I'm, I'm because I'm forgetting about yeah, that too. Like we've been talking about that for three years now. Yeah. Now it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah. So it just kind of uh, you know we need to start getting the fights that we want get them, you know, now, um, it, it's almost like these guys are not fighting for their legacy anymore. It's, it's all about the money. Rick, here's the good news, Rick, is that on one of our segments today, Rick, I've got some things that I'd like to see in 2023, Rick. Yeah. Okay. And these are not the, the captain obvious, you know, trying to cure world hunger or trying to boil the ocean. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe some of them are, but I've got some Things that I think the astute boxing fan would appreciate, Rick, yeah. for 2023. And it's not going to be, you know, let's get the fights we want. No, yeah. we've been, like I said, we, we, we're going to say that for the next 30 years. Yeah. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real insights mm -hmm. from a real boxing fan on what we need to see in 2023. Okay. I guarantee you, Rick, 
thousands of people listening out there are going to shake their head and say, yep, it's yeah. exactly what we need to see in boxing. No, yeah, can't, you know, can't wait to So hear. I've got them in no particular order. I think I've yeah. got about seven or eight. Okay. And the last one I just added from listening to Andre Ward say yeah. something to Tim Bradley. <laughs> I think you're going you're gonna to appreciate that one. Okay, so we got that coming up today, Rick. Okay, mm-hmm. I, want, I want you to weigh in on what I think boxing can do to help itself out in 2023. That's right in front of yeah. it, by the way. This is not things that are like, again, this is not boiling the ocean type stuff. Mm-hmm. These are things that are very tangible that boxing can do in 2023. Of course, we're also going to talk like we do every single year. What are the fights we want to see? Yeah. Right? We're going to get some, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you talked about some last year, Rick. Some of them are already materializing. Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. I want to see that fight. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think those are two guys that, that both need this fight, Yep. you know, to reach that next level. That's exactly and, right. And, you know, it, it sounds like it's, um, you know, almost getting there today. Yeah. You know, hopefully by tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's a done deal. Yeah, that's exactly right. You got Lee Wood and Mauricio Lara. Uh-huh. I know some people will say, what the heck? Yeah, that's a big fight it's for big us. Fight. Yeah. So you got some fights, right, that, that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the rest that probably won't, mm-hmm. right? Well, maybe you've got a few. We'll go through that. Yeah. We'll, we'll go, go through, through that. I, I don't think our list matches, but that's good. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you what I have as, as the fights I want to see for 2023. Mm-hmm. And I went in no particular order. I didn't go down each weight division. I just went off the top. These are the fights I want to see. Yeah. I think you did the same. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So I'm be very curious to see what you came up with, Rick. I'll let you know if you have the right fights or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, you're gonna like my what to what to do better in 2023. Yeah, yeah. No, if, yeah if they if they if they do half of what I'm gonna suggest, uh-huh. boxing's gonna be better, Rick. So we've got uh, yeah, how what we need to do in 2023, or what boxing needs to do. We've got the best fights that we see we want to see in 2023. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of news. I know you got a lot of fights that um, you want to talk about yeah. that are materializing, right? Yeah, you know, um, there's there, there's a lot. Yeah, um, you know. Your guys coming back, you know Manny Pacquiao. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. That's good. I don't mind him. I don't. I, I don't. I don't mind him. It all depends. He's one of those guys I've told you before. Mm-hmm. It all depends who he's fighting. Yeah. Whether or not I want him to win. Yeah. I did not want him to beat, of course, you know Marquez and even mm-hmm. Keith one time Thurman. But yeah, so we're gonna set the table with everything that's been going on that we have not covered over the last four weeks as far as you know boxing news. It was a little bit slow, right? I know we had the fight. Come uh, at the end of the year, Rick, uh, the pro, uh, the Professor Franco, uh-huh. heck of a fight, okay? Yeah. So we had that fight. Of course, we had Gervonta Davis. We'll cover all the fights that happened that we missed here in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we'll get into the news and get into the uh, fixing boxing for 2023 yeah. and, and um, of course, the fights that we want to see. So we got a lot. I mean, we're just getting started, man. Yeah, like no, finally. Yeah, I think so. All right, Rick, but we are in round number six. We got to remind our viewers, even though it's 2023, mm-hmm. we don't start with round one. We continue. We just had a long rest. It was a little bit longer than the one minute break. Yeah. So we always talk about this in case for those of you that are listening to our show for the first time. We always talk about a fight that resonates with us in the in the episode that we happen to be in. So right now we are in round number six of fight number eight. Each fight for us consists of the full 15 rounds. Right? We're old school, Rick. We never switch to 12 yeah. rounds. No. The real championship rounds for us are 13, 14, and 15. The same round that Tommy Hearns was uh, was liquidated by Sugar Ray Leonard in round 14, right? Same round that Alexis Rigoyo finished Boom Boom Mancini, right? So we still go to those rounds in our podcast, and we talk about a fight that we remember 
um, or that has some sort of significance. So yeah. Rick's got the pull this week, round number six. What do you got, Rick? So we have Gervonta uh, Davis uh, yes. knocking out Rolando Roli Romero in the sixth round at the Barclays Center, uh, May 28th of 2022. Yeah, and I think, right, we almost had that fight, almost had that fight as knockout of the year. At least I did, I think. Yeah. Because it was a devastating one-punch knockout, mm-hmm. right? I know we ended up having uh, Wood and Conlon, but that was a good fight. Now, here's the thing, right? Romero, Romero, as he's prone to do, he talked himself into that fight. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to talk himself into another fight, right? Yeah, they were originally supposed to fight in uh, December 5th of uh, 2021. Yeah. And then there were some uh, legal issues. Romero had to pull from the fight. Yeah. Um, But, um, yeah, you know, finally, you know, he was able to get this fight. A lot of talking. And he's probably still talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is. I mean, even after the fight, right, he basically was saying that he was giving Tank Davis a boxing lesson, right? That he was ahead, right? (laughs) It was, hey, it was, you know, you get caught. Lucky Uh punch. It was nothing. It was anything but a lucky punch, Rick. Mm-hmm. Right? It was almost the uh, you know Marquez and Pacquiao. Yeah. Right? It was almost that kind of punch where he's leaning in, he's coming in. He fights very unorthodox. Does Roly mm-hmm. Romero? Right? He's not your regular you know uh, orthodox jab boxer puncher. And so you know the fight lasted six rounds, and Garcia knocked his head off, man. Yeah. No, I'm no. sorry, Tank Davis did. Here's the question, Rick is. Can Davis do that to Ryan Garcia? Um, hopefully, we get to find out. But, yeah. Uh, number one. Yeah. Um, you know, I do think that uh, Ryan Garcia definitely has a better offense than Roly Romero. Yeah. Um, but it's yet to see if and the uh, height, right? Yeah, the height. You know, he definitely is going to um, some some challenges for Javante Davis. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's probably too soon to, to, to make my, my prediction. I'm going to have to really dive deep into this one yeah, and, and, and see who I'm taking on that one. And that's very fair, Rick. Here's yeah. the thing. Not until tickets go on sale yeah. will we officially break and talk about that fight, mm-hmm. right? Because we've done this before, and we're not going to get fooled yeah. by the shenanigans of boxing, by, you know, Fury Usek, Spence Crawford. And by the way, Spence Crawford isn't even one of my fights I want to see this year. Yeah, like no, I'm, 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 I've already written it off. I think it's already, you know, it, yeah. it's gone there. They're two fighters that uh, we wanted to see fight for five years. Yeah. Now they're in different weight divisions. Yep. So, yeah. So the Davis. Now, there was another fight that we almost pulled with Gervonta Davis. Mm-hmm. He also knocked out Leo Santa Cruz in round six, in you were saying, six, right? Yeah. In the uh, Alamo Dome in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Brutal. That was, uh, I remember it was uh, it was Halloween night, yep. 2020. That's exactly right. You know that? You're exactly yeah. right. A brutal, was it an uppercut or a left hook? It was an uppercut. It was an uppercut. Yeah, yeah it was brutal. Now, that was a fight where Santa Cruz could actually say that he was doing pretty good. Yeah. Throwing more punches, landing more punches. But we knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He should have never stepped up. I think that was at 130, right? Yeah. It's, it's way too big for uh, Leo. And by the way, I think that's the last time Leo Santa Cruz has been in the ring. Uh, I think he's had one fight since then, but uh, let me, I'll confirm it right now. You may want to fact check me, Rick, and we um, can check that out after the break. But <laughs> well, see, this you is see how, it right now? This is how great of a fight it was. Yeah. Keenan Carbajal. Yeah. You remember? He oh, was that's the, right. You know, the one that not... The estranged cousin yeah. or nephew of Michael Carbajal. Michael Carbajal. Yes. You do not say that that's you know, right. they're uh, that's right. related. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So check that out. All right, folks. So there you go. Big, big show today. Back in 2023. We've been excited. We've been wanting to come back. Like we said, a lot of inclement weather, a lot of issues here, but we're back. 
what are we going to do in 2023? Biggest fights in 2023. Let's get caught up on the news and let's talk about the fights that happened here over the last couple of weeks. Pacific Coast Boxing. We'll be right back. Fonzo Ruiz, Rick Prado, 2023. Excited to be back, man. Yeah. You know, excited to be back. So here's the thing. The new year, you know, I'm not one of these guys that's into the whole New Year's resolutions. What are you going to do different? If you got to do something different, then you should do it now, right? Don't wait until New Year's or Monday or whatever. But with sports and in boxing, things like this, it does memorialize something, right? It's a start of a new year. It means it's a fresh opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. What are the big fights we're going to watch? What are the ones, you know... Again, who would have known, Rick, that right now we'd be talking about Conlon and Woods mm-hmm. as the fight of the year and the knockout of the year, right? Yeah. I mean, who would have known? Um, you know, last, by the way, our last podcast, we didn't even talk about that. We got Triple G and Canelo. Yeah. Which was kind of meaningless yeah. because of kind of, you know, it was it was way too late, mm-hmm. right? And I'll tell you another guy that we didn't give enough credit to, Rick, was Peter Biev. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he destroyed Joe Smith in two rounds. Yeah. I think it may have been his only fight in 2022. Mm-hmm. I don't I we'd have to check that but you know he deserves some mention as well. I mean he destroyed Smith. Yeah. And the, and the Smith regular is guy. He's a tough guy, you know. It, yeah. Um you know, I, I was really looking forward to that fight. Yeah. And yeah, he just destroyed You him thought you two. didn't think it was going to go that way. That's yeah. another thing in 2022. Did I miss a fight? Like did I call uh, almost every you know, fight correctly? Yeah. You know, is it just me, Rick? Or not only did I call them correctly, but almost to a T, the round they ended. No. Right? Yeah, and 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 kind of the how the fight would play out. Yeah. Maybe one I missed. No, you know. You're like, thinking it, about one. You're yeah. thinking about one fight that I missed. I'm I'm thinking, you know, from the month off, you know, you forgot a lot. No. <laughs> I remember missing one fight. Other than that, like I hit a, I was in the zone, Rick. Like Michael Jordan, the the basketball hoop was like a, it was like a hula hoop, uh-huh. thrown it in from anywhere, from half court. All right, Rick. But yes, but 2023 just brings us all new opportunities. So I'm excited uh-huh. about it. I'm excited to see who's going to stick out. You know, who's going to have the big KO of the yeah. year? Who's going to have the best fight? It can happen on any weekend. Uh-huh. That's the thing. I don't think it's happened yet. No. So what do we got, Rick? What are some of the fights that happened um, we got to get caught up on? So, yeah, we'll start with the uh, Gervonta Davis card. Um, yeah. He um, he knocks out uh, Hector Luis Garcia yeah. at the end of the eighth round. Yeah. Hector Luis Garcia doesn't want to come out for the yeah. ninth. Yeah, and that was a good fight, by the way, right? Yeah. Hector Luis Garcia, who, and for me, had the upset of the year in beating Chris Colbert. Uh-huh. I thought it was a good fight. I thought it went, probably played out the way it was supposed to, mm-hmm. right? Again, man, Davis showing his – he's got thunder, man. He's got dynamite in those hands, yeah. Rick, right? No, yeah, he definitely does. And, uh, you know, he made this guy – it didn't look like he was uh, hurt really badly. But right. uh, I think the guy knew, you know what, I'm probably going to get hurt here pretty soon. That's the whole let's thing. Pull, let's pull the plug right it now. It was impressive. And, again, what's impressive – I talked about this last year, Rick – was that Gervonta Davis was willing to take a fight like this, mm-hmm. right? This is a guy, again, that just upset Chris Colbert – which means he had to be disciplined and stay in camp for eight weeks, yeah. right? And I told you, that's the worst part for fighters is that eight weeks of training mm-hmm. camp. Guess what? Ryan Garcia didn't have to do that. No, because I, I think he, he chose, you know, didn't want to put himself through it. That's the whole thing. And, you, that's, know, so, that's all we could surmise from that. Yeah. Um, also on this card, uh, you had uh, Jerome Boots Enos, yeah. um, who beat uh, Karen Karshelaskian. Yeah. 
and um, you know it was it was a mismatch, but he 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 didn't look as impressive as I think a lot of people hoped. Well, it's going to happen though, right? I mean, yeah. you're you're eventually going to have a fight where you almost try to do too much, right? Yeah. And you know, and you're in there with somebody who's not going to be willing to go along to the script, mm-hmm. and so it's okay, you know, it's winning ugly. But 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 everybody had those, Rick. Yeah. Arguello, Leonard, Hagler, Hearns, everybody had those. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just that's just part about being a professional prize fighter. No, we didn't get the thunderous knockout yeah. or the impressive win, but it's still a W, so that's fine. That yeah. doesn't lower his stock, you know, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh Romain Villa uh, yeah. pulled off an upset uh against um, you know, our guy. Yeah. You know, Rashidi Ellis. You know, we yeah. we were there when uh he had a couple impressive knockouts out at, out at the Fantasy Springs. That's right. And, um, you know, I think he was probably looking ahead yeah. because he was already talking about fighting uh, John Enos yeah. after this fight. That's right. And, and here's another thing, right, is that this is what happens, in my opinion, with inactivity, Rick. Because mm-hmm. you remember, right, he beats Alexis Rocha, Yeah. right? Same Alexis Rocha is going to be headlining the Golden Boy card, right, uh, the 28th at mm-hmm. the, uh, I think at the Forum or at the um, near the Forum. It's by the, it's, it's, by it's, the SoFi Stadium yeah, it's, there, it's right? Yeah, right by SoFi, yeah. Yeah, so, so he beats Lex Rocha, right? Golden Boy kind of pits two of his better welterweights underneath Virgil Ortiz Jr., of course, right, who's the top dog there. Um, and then he has, right, some kind of a falling out with Golden Boy, yeah. right? He goes over to, who picked him up? Was it PBC? PBC, yeah. And we didn't see him, Rick. We yeah. didn't see him for about a good year and a half, I want to say. Uh-huh. But this is what happens, though, right? Yeah. This is what happens with the activity, and then he gets beat. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody who we thought was, you know, potential mm-hmm. unlimited, who knows now? Yeah, and it... And it it does look like this. Uh, there is going to be a rematch for this one. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it was a title eliminator, but yeah. uh, you know they may use the uh, Eddie Hearn model. The Pulev, yeah, the yeah. Pulev, and uh, <laughs> just who's, who's this guy? Dillian White. Is it Dillian White and Pulev? It was uh, Pavatkin. Pavatkin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Pavatkin. Where, you know, just keep fighting him until yeah. he wins. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's the 1968 USA and the USSR. Rick, yeah. watch that when they keep replaying. The last two and a half seconds till the Russians made the winning basket. Yeah. Um, Demetrius Andrade was also on uh, this yeah. uh, this card, and uh, he beat uh, Dima Nicholson, yeah. who had already been knocked out by Berlanga, yeah. um, you know, and, and a few other people. Yeah. Uh, so unimpressive. Largely you know, unimpressive, and, yes. And it could be Canelo was right, and uh, yeah. he's a horrible fighter. Yeah. Well, you know, it's his <laughs> first fight at 168, yeah. so... We'll see, man. You know, um, the whole card was stacked. In yeah. fact, that's one of the things I have, Rick. You'll, yeah. you'll see on what I want for twenty twenty three in in boxing. Um, Speaks to this. You may have caught this one because yeah. uh, Kazuto Ayoka, yeah, and Josh Franco they yeah. fought to a draw. Yeah, uh, this was in Japan in uh, middle of the night. Yeah, I didn't agree with this decision, mm-hmm. right? I understand it now. Yes, they're fighting in Japan. You know, Ayoka's obviously it's his home country. Yeah. I thought Franco fought beautifully, Rick. I thought mm-hmm. Franco deserved the victory. I think he I thought he outboxed him, right? Two judges had it, uh correct me if I'm wrong, but one fourteen, one fourteen. Yeah. And then he had the one, I think one fifteen, one thirteen, right? So yeah, I, I think that Ioka so that and it wasn't it was a good fight. It wasn't a great yeah. fight. You know, I think that had the all the makings of being an early candidate for fight of the year, mm-hmm. still a solid prize fight. Yeah. Still love to see it. I felt bad that Franco, you know, didn't come back with another belt. Yeah. 
Because no, Ioka, yeah, Rick, on a lot of people's list, Ioka's on a lot of people's pound-for-pound uh, pound mm-hmm. list. So what does that say about uh, about Franco? Yeah. No, no. Franco, Franco's really good. And, yeah. uh, you know, there they definitely should be a rematch and have it out here. You know, that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. If they he went all the way to Japan and got a draw. That's right. Probably won the fight. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and um, I think you wanted to mention the uh, Adam Blue Nose Lopez fight. Yeah. Um, he ends up losing a, a decision. Yeah, man, I felt so bad, right? Yep. I mean, you know, does anybody have it tougher in his career no. than this poor guy? I mean, and look at the guys that have beaten him, Rick, and I'm going off the top. Stephen Fulton beats him early in his career, uh-huh. right? That That's Stephen Fulton. Um, Oscar Valdez beats him, right, after he drops Valdez, after, of course, he takes the Valdez fight on, um, you know, very, very last-minute notice, mm-hmm. right? Um, loses to Isaac Dogbe, and then now he loses to the supernova clown. Yeah. Right? Your guy. So, I mean, it's just <laughs> seemingly right. Yeah. And and then and another thing happened in that fight that another thing that I'm going to ask for in yeah. 2023, but I won't give it away. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I mean, we love Adam Blue Nose Lopez, right? Um, like they said, you know, they were talking about this. I don't want to say this was a make or break fight. I still think that with the right opponent, Adam Lopez can win a belt. I really yeah. do. Yeah. A- any issue with the guy's beard? Yeah. Know, that's probably the longest beard I've seen anyone yeah. have. Yeah. You know, yeah, in, I didn't like the in, whole Gideo. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I didn't like the, the big clown of his, uh, what do you call it? His, his uh, mascot? Yeah, his mascot. Cl- I, yeah, I could do without that. Although, you know what? It's kind of cool. Yeah. And, right? It was kind of cool. And, you know, maybe he has that guy and, you know, and that's why he gets to keep the beard. Yeah. Yeah, no. But, yeah, and then, you know, so, yeah, so, you know, Adam Blue Nose Lopez will be reaching out to him. I don't think his career's over. I know he's mm-hmm. talking about, you know, not not fighting anymore after the Dog Bay fight. He didn't have um, – he, he doesn't have Buddy McGirt in his corner anymore, Rick. Oh, okay. So he hasn't had him in his corner for the last three fights. Uh-huh. Buddy McGirt is the one that, you know, when in doubt, stick it out. Yeah. Um. So, again, we don't know. You know, we'll have to ask him and see what's going on. But – when he boxes Rick Adam Blue Nose Lopez, he can outbox I think any of these guys. But uh-huh. then he gets into these like little lulls where he goes into like a slugfest. Yeah, and you know it's not like he's hurt I, when he goes down. I, I think he just made a you know he made a mistake and and yeah. and he got caught with a punch. Yeah, where he was kind of flat footed and yeah. and he went down and um, he got a little know, careless. Yeah. He got a little careless in that one round. But you know the knockdowns, you know, probably cost they cost him the fight for sure. No, they did. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. One of them wasn't a knockdown. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm going to talk about that we're going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, that last round, man, that last round of going at it like the last minute, uh-huh. like that has the makings of one of the best rounds of the year already. Yeah. And then you had the other, you know, the the heavyweights, you know, FA uh, a guy about that that won his fight. Kind of, you know, lethargically, mm-hmm. not great. You know, he's the one that lost to Frank Sanchez. So I'm not convinced okay. that this guy's a top heavyweight, right? Yeah. He's a top heavyweight for top rank. Yeah. You know, but yeah. that's it. Uh, that's all I got for the. Uh, all right, fights. Rick. Cool. Hey, we took a quick flyby, some of the fights, right? Now that we are go- going again, we'll be podcasting every Monday night, putting it out there. I'd say Tuesday. At the latest, so we'll be caught up on all the fights taking place. Come right back. We still got the news. We still got um, what I personally think needs to happen in 2023. And then the fights that we want to see in 2023. Pacific Coast Boxing, we'll be right back. Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz. 
and Rick Prado are back just in case, right? We could have a lot of a lot of new listeners for 2023, Rick. So we do have a website, PacificCoastBoxing.com. Check that out. We'll put on, if you're local, um, we'll put on there where we're going to be. As an example, we're going to be there. And we have, in fact, I have to update the website for this, but um, we'll be at the Temecula Boxing Gym ran by Jesse Moreno. There's a big media event going on for our guy, um, uh, oh gosh, Raul, Raul Lizarraga um, is going to be there. He's got a fight coming up under Red Promotions on February 4th. Mm-hmm. So that's in a couple of weeks, but big event going on this weekend, Rick, yeah. 3, 3 to 6 p.m. We'll be there. Um, Instagram, hit us up at Pacific Coast Boxing. Twitter, at Pac Coast Boxing. Facebook, PacificCoastBoxing.com. So you can catch us anywhere that your phone is able to reach as long as you got yeah. good service, man. Um, all right, Rick. So before we get into the real exciting, I know everybody wants to know what do I want to do? What do I want to change mm-hmm. for twenty twenty three? We got we do have some fights coming up this yeah. weekend, and then we got some uh, boxing news. So let's get everybody caught up. Okay, so we have a DAZN card uh, yeah. from Manchester, England. We've got Chris Eubank Jr. versus yeah. Liam Beefy Smith. Yeah, and that's a big fight, by the way. Yeah, that's a big fight overseas. Um, I do think Eubanks Jr. is going to win. We got I got to check the odds on that. Uh-huh. Um, also, I'll talk about the undercard, but uh, Joseph Parker yeah. fights uh, Jack Massey. Okay. You know, a couple of heavyweights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into the odds. But uh, also this weekend, uh, there's a uh, Showtime card from Bethlehem, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, I think it's headlined by uh, Paul Kroll. Yeah. And, um, you know, probably some good up-and-coming fighters on this on this card. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Otto Wallen. Yeah, you know, a guy heavyweight, you know, heavyweight. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, but uh, you know, not much else going on this yeah. weekend. Uh, Bermaine Stiverne, you know, he's got a fight out Is of he's still around, uh, yeah, Rick. Could you Is imagine? He's still around. He's not even favored, by the way. Uh, Jonathan Guidry. How in the heck? But he was a champion, though, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't uh, Stiverne hold a, a version of the heavyweight championship? I think maybe. he did. I think he yeah. did, Rick. I think he did. By the way, so Chris Eubank Jr. is favored at minus 270. Okay. Liam Smith at plus 200. So I thought he would be favored a lot more. But that's a big fight overseas. Yeah. Of course, Chris Eubank Jr. was going to fight Connor. Where have you been? Uh-huh. Um, that is a whole mess from 2022. Probably one of the worst things. If we had to talk yeah. about what, was, what are some of the worst things that happened in 22? Yeah, that that yeah. and how Hearns uh, you know, managed all of that, Rick. Well, he he's actually still talking about trying to get Javante Davis yeah. and Connor Ben. It's like, how how do you go from that situation? Yeah. To getting a really big fight. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he's come out right. Eddie Hearns has come out and said, yeah, that he probably shouldn't have talked to the press or anybody mm-hmm. while all that was going on. Now, yeah, you you think? Yeah. You know, you think because basically when he started opening up about what he did, Rick, he showed what a, what a train wreck and what a disaster it was. Mm-hmm. Talking about how the fight, you know, they have relevant information that shows that the fight could still be on, and then the next day the fight is canceled. Yeah. To date, we still haven't seen the relevant information that he's talking about. No, all of it has been swept under the rug. You yeah. Know, it, uh, so that was a disaster. Yeah. Absolute disaster. But then again, Rick, he got promoter of the year. Yeah, he did. We gave him promoter, promoter of the year of because year. of the fights that he put together. Yeah. So squeaked by. <laughs> and, you know, what he's able to do for his... Uh, his clients. <laughs> That's right. Um, Shows you where we're at, right? Yeah. Where our, our moral compass is, you know? You screwed up the Connor Ben deal, but you gave us other fights that we liked. So, yeah. promoter of the year. Promoter of the year. Um, so, we, we'll get into the boxing news, some fights that are starting to uh, 
get made. Yeah. It looks like uh, Devin Haney versus uh, Lomachenko. Yeah. It's headed to New York for on May 20th. That's be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, Adrian Broner, your guy. Yeah. Is facing Hank Lindy now. He was originally scheduled to fight uh, Ivan Redcatch. Okay. Yeah, that's um, right. But uh, there was some kind of falling out. Uh, details are kind of sketchy, but it sounds like uh, they were trying to give him less money, and you know he he didn't want to get screwed out of his Red money. Catch? Yeah, yeah. So now he's got a new opponent. opponent. Um, so yeah. uh, Broner, um, just ridiculous. The BLK Prime. Yeah. Uh, gave Broner a three fight, you know, ten yeah. million dollar deal. Yeah. How many million? Ten. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. I, Absolutely you know, you take, like, crazy. Four, yeah. Four years off, five years off. However long yeah. he's been out. And come back and... And I have that, Rick. I have that as my second point of 2023 on mm-hmm. what I want to see different, changed, or improved yeah. in boxing. And it's going to touch on that. Yeah. You'll see what I mean. Um, Anthony Joshua is uh, yeah. scheduled to fight in April. And it looks like Jermaine Franklin. Yeah. Um, hard-hitting Jermaine Franklin. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, That's a good one. <laughs> you know, but, you know, uh, he did... Uh, Anthony Joshua is now going to be trained by Derek James. Oh, no kidding. You know, we just gave him trainer of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. You know, and if, yeah, if, good choice. You know, if he can, uh, yeah. you know, get Anthony Joshua a couple wins, you yeah. know, he can maybe three wins in, in yeah. 2023. When you say he's got the Charlos, you right? Know, yeah, maybe trainer of the year again. Here's the thing, though, Rick, is that um, the trainer is important, but how receptive are you yeah. to the information and to the advice? That's yeah. what's going to be important. And, how dedicated is he? Robert Garcia, right, was talking about how he believes that Anthony Joshua needs to train over here in the U.S., Yeah, right? He needs to leave, and they leave his home country. And so you will see what happens and how he looks, right? But again, you know, the teacher's only as good as the student is, is recipient to the information, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the monster in a way. Um, yeah. He's officially announced he's going to move up to super bantamweight. Yeah. He's relinquished all of his uh, titles. I know. I know I saw that. I have him. I have him as a fight. I, I will tell you yeah. when we get to that segment. He's He is one of the fights that I want to see in 2023, and I have an opponent for him. Okay. Yeah, look, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fine, by the way, just real quick, because there's nobody left for him to fight. He's cleaned no. out the division. Yeah. He's absolutely cleaned it out. And, you know, do we want to see um, Juan Francisco um, – you know, move up yeah. to fight him no. at one twenty at you know one eighteen. That's not going to happen. No. In a way, it destroys him. Yeah. Um, we've also Juan got Francisco Estrada. Yeah, uh, Shakur Stevenson versus uh, Shuchiro Orsino. Um, it's yeah. going to be uh, April eighth. Yeah. Um, Regis Progre. And that's a good fight, by the way. Yeah. A Japanese fighter is a solid fighter. Yeah, and and I think this is just um, Shakur's waiting. Yeah. For the winner of uh, Haney Loma. Yep. Uh, Regis Progre said that uh, Jose Ramirez has never intended to fight him. Yeah. And um, Richard uh, Jose Ramirez is uh, now fighting Richard Comey. In okay. March. Not the Night Stalker, right? Not the Night Stalker. Almost like the yeah. Night Stalker. But you combine <laughs> the names. Yeah, yeah you got it's Richard. close. You got Richard. Richard yeah, that's Ramirez. right. I don't know how many people remember that. Yeah. Um, well, I think Jose Ramirez said it, right? He didn't like the money mm-hmm. aspect of it. Unfortunately, you know, there you go. Yeah. There's boxing for you. Uh, we've got the. Um, Earl Spence. Yeah. Um, Keith Thurman fight. Yep. Um, it'll be at 154. Yeah. And uh, so this pretty much says, you know, we're not going to get the Terrence Crawford fight. If We're certainly not going to get it at 147 because no. once a fighter moves up like that, 
you're probably not going to come back. No. Like, you know, if you think back, you know, let's go back to the Four mm-hmm. Kings, Rick, where we started yeah. our podcast. You didn't see Duran move up to 154 and then come back to 147. No. Same with Sugar Ray Leonard. You didn't see him fight Hagler at 160 and then somehow come back down to 147. No. Just not going to happen. Yeah. And so chances are we're not going to see them at the weight division, right, which was essentially their prime and where they were best at. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. No. So we'll never know. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever get that fight. Yeah. Um, Lee Wood is yeah. going to fight Mauricio Lara on February 18th. Love that It'll fight, Rick. Love Looking that fight. That one. See, that's one of those that I had that mm-hmm. as a fight I want to see in 2023. Check that one off. Yeah. Uh, the Usyk-Tyson um, Fury fight yeah. looks like it's going to be scheduled for March. Perfect. Um, we've got uh, best, uh, Jesse uh, Bam Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, he's going to fight Christian Gonzalez yeah. uh, for the WBO flyweight title on April 8th. That's good, Rick. Jesse Bam Rodriguez, Jesse my Bam fighter Rodriguez. of the year for 2022. I know yeah. you had Bivol. Um The Boxing News, by the way, Boxing News um, is the magazine I tell you that I get uh-huh. every week. Speaking of, by the way, I forgot to say at the intro, Rick, no more Ring Magazine. Yeah. No, Ring Magazine's it, it, done. It's done, yeah. No more, right? I mean, and, and no more printed publication, uh-huh. I should say, of Ring Magazine, right? Yeah. You could still get the online version of it, et cetera. Well, you used to be able to get it at, uh, you know, your local grocery store. Now yeah. you have to kind of go to the Barnes & Noble that's right. and get it. And so yeah. know, they think slowly but surely, you know, they... Yeah. Well, I subscribe to it, Rick, yeah. or a course, right? But here's the thing is I get it and I don't get it. Um, see, they're always way behind this one thing. Now, the boxing news, mm-hmm. again, they're out of the UK. They're a weekly publication. Love it, by the way. Now, I get it late, but that's just because it's coming overseas, right? Even then, I'm getting it maybe a couple weeks after the fights took place. With the Ring Magazine, Rick, because it was monthly, they Mm -hmm. literally would come out and preview a fight that happened like six weeks ago, right? It it defeats the purpose. So I think it was as much their whatever, their logistics, their supply Mm -hmm. chain, right? I think if they improve that, they would get a lot more people. But I get it, right? They're yeah. cutting all the costs, and they're probably looking at the subscription base, I would imagine, right? Yeah. And say that the return on investment just isn't worth it, right? Yeah, and it's just one of those things that, yeah, like like you were saying, these, these fights, you know, these guys aren't fighting six months. They, they could be fighting six months out. Right. They won't announce the fight until like a month and a half before. Yeah, right. You know, and, and you yeah. know, that causes it, you know, they, they, they can't print it out. Yeah, by the time they go to publication, yeah. it's too late. So I get that part of it. Like, you know, this this new man. And by the way, who's on the cover of the very last Ring mm-hmm. magazine? Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, but they were just barely talking about the, uh, you know, Canelo Triple G fight, mm-hmm. you know, Savannah Marshall. And I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A fight took place months ago. I get it. That being said... Yeah. I'm not happy with it because if you look around, Rick, the uh, you know uh, standing eight count studios mm-hmm. here is surrounded with ring magazines. Yeah, right. And we got several autographs on fighters like that. So there's some nostalgia that goes with it. Nat Fleischer, the original yeah. publisher and editor, I should say of uh, of the Ring Magazine, man. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna miss the uh, you know the limited editions. You know, like that's right, like the Trinidad one that we have. You know, <laughs> it's just you know, yeah, the whole magazine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're not getting those anymore. Here's the cool thing is, I know, is uh, the Boxing News does that too, by the yeah. way. I just picked up a Roberto Duran one. Okay. So they do that. But anyways, yeah. Sorry, Rick, I yeah. digress, but I kept meaning to bring that up, that we're done. The Ring Magazine is yeah. no more. Um, 
I guess we'll finish the news with uh, Manny Pacquiao. He, yeah. he signed with uh, Risen. Yeah. And, um, you know, he'll have a bout in 2023. Yeah. You know, date and opponent to be announced. Of course, the infamous TBA, yeah. Rick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we called this two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Once he lost his, his bout for president. Yeah, that's right. He was going to be back. Yeah, that's right. You know, there was no that's way right. he wasn't going to come back and That's fight. right. He's still a big draw, Rick. The thing is, yeah. right, and I'm going to get to this, but you talk about and he's a legitimate pay-per-view fighter. Yeah. People will pay to watch him fight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who he's going to fight. No. So, you know, ideally, he kind of has, you know, kind of a setup, right? Kind of a, you know, a, um, a tune-up, I should say, yeah. right? He kind of has a tune-up fight to come back. Right, because he never really had his victory lap. No, maybe he's had a few of those, but he, he but he didn't. Right, the way he went out to Ugas, right, was his last fight. So yeah, maybe he has a tune-up, and then maybe he gets you know a big, maybe not Crawford or Spence, because I get it. They don't want to do a Muhammad Ali and and Larry Holmes type of situation yeah. or Camacho and Sugar Ray Leonard. But you know, but there's other welterweights out there with names that'll do it. I think. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there, there definitely is, and. Uh... You know, he'll, he'll definitely uh, make a lot more money. Interesting, Rick. Yeah. All right, Rick, we got a couple more segments left. We got, right. finally, I can't wait to get to my things that I want to see mm-hmm. in 2023 for boxing. And then we got our big fights in 2023, some of which are already materializing. So that's uh, that's a good thing. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing. We'll be right back. Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado are back. Big uh, first show of 2023, round number six. Remember uh, this Friday, Rick, uh, at Jesse Moreno's uh, Temecula mm-hmm. Boxing Gym. Again, a big uh, uh, event for Rally Raul, Raul Lizarraga, right? Uh, he's got a fight coming up in two weeks, Red Boxing Promotions. A lot of people are going to be there. Up there, uh, well, his fight's up there in Ontario. His fight is in Ontario at the, uh, is that the Luxlor Arena? Um, we'll have to get that name right, but yeah. it's it's a cool place, by the way. Red, yeah. Red Boxing Promotions does it right, Rick. It's um, and it's a whole event there, by the way. It's not only boxing. There's boxing matches. Mm-hmm. There's bands. There's music afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole event. So your ticket is not just for boxing. It's yeah. like your ticket is for entertainment. Okay, these guys know how to do it right. Yeah, they're not messing around, man. Yeah. All right, Rick. Enough. Um, enough waiting. Right, the 2023, and again. Just a level set with everybody. These are not, not all of these anyways, right? I tried to stay away from the Captain Obvious, you know, world hunger. Give us the fights we want. Yeah, of course, that's what we yeah. want to see in boxing, right? Let's fight the best, fight the best. Or, you know, can all four sanctioning bodies, right, agree to one ranking system? Like, that's not going to happen. No. So I'm not going to ask for it, right? I'm going to ask for things that are very tangible, that are very simple, and very practical that would really improve our sport, right? And some of these are just from different directions in no particular order, Rick, mm-hmm. okay? So here's my first one. Get a title shot for Joe Joyce, Rick. Yeah. Okay, the guy's 15-0, 14 knockouts. He's literally beat, you know, all of the, you know, the, the what do you want to call them, you know? The, um, they're not necessarily ham and eggers, but maybe they are. The gatekeepers in the heavyweight division, you know, Christian Hammer, Carlos Tuckham, Daniel mm-hmm. Dubow, Bryant Jennings. Um, he even beat Bermain Stavern back in the days, Rick. He, he's beat everyone, but yet he does not get a title shot. So somebody get my man Joe Joyce a title shot in 2023, yeah. Rick. 
no yeah i i think uh he definitely deserves it uh you know uh it's gonna be tough though in the in the beginning because fury Usyk have to fight one another yeah and um you know unfortunately he's just kind of on the outside looking in because just doesn't have the big enough name. It, it, it seems like... Uh, Is he the know. new boogeyman of the heavyweight division, though, Rick? He's 37 years yeah. old, man, you know? People just afraid of him? All right, so there's there's number one. Maybe mm-hmm. even call this a wish list, Rick. Yeah. How about that? Call it my 2023 wish list, okay? Here's another one, Rick, and you feel free to agree, disagree. Tell me what you think about any of these, okay? 2023, my second call-it-what-you-want wish list. No more garbage pay-per-view, Rick. Yeah. Okay? No more of this garbage trying to charge us money, right? Bring back the fights that we used to watch on regular free television, if you know what I mean. Right? Now, today, free television means, like, ESPN, right? Mm -hmm. Or or Fox. Or, you know. Regular Showtime, maybe. maybe. Yeah, even regular Showtime. Something that I don't have to pay for. See, I'd go the other way and say, put yeah. it on TBS. Put it yeah. on the old USA. Something like that, right? I get that when you go to ESPN, you're going to get the you know top-ranked fighters. When you go to Fox, you're going to get the PBC fighters. I don't care, Rick. I'm just tired of this garbage pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, it, uh, you know basically, we, this last pay-per-view, 80 yeah. bucks for Javante yeah. Davis. Yeah. You know, a, a fight that he, he should win. Yeah. You know, we're actually, realistically, we're looking at a 95 yeah. to 5 chance. You yeah. Know, he, he wins this fight. That's right. You know, it, it's a huge mismatch. Yeah. You know, the pay-per-views have to be, you know, at least close close to 50-50. Yeah. You know, at least 60-40. Yep. You know, where the other guy at least has some shot. But, uh, you know, the whole card yeah. was basically mismatches aside from the Rishi Diallis fight. Yep. Okay, Rick. Well, then that's a good dovetail yeah. into my... And by the way, on the pay-per-view, you can even put a criteria before yeah. I move on, okay? I was thinking about this. Like, keep it simple. If you're fighting a guy that's not in the top 10, yeah. then you can't charge 10 bucks. Yeah. See how simple that is, Rick? Yeah. Not top 10? Can't charge 10 bucks. Yeah. You, if you got to fight a guy that's got to be higher in the top 10, then we could start talking about, you know, increasing the, mal- you know, the value and trying to monetize it. Mm-hmm. But don't give me this garbage, man, and tell me it's pay-per-view. I get that that's one of it's becoming the way to make the money in boxing. Yeah. But you are going to basically take the sport down, Rick, to an avenue where it is becoming like not even a sport. Back in the days, you used to read it in the newspaper, read a little section, you know. Today on ESPN, there was a little blurb, by the way, on the front page about, guess what, Rick? Jake Paul fight with Tommy Fury is Tommy made. Fury, yeah. But how was yeah. that on? You know, and I purposely didn't mention that yeah. because, you know, that's not real boxing. It isn't. It isn't, though. That's yeah. But that tells you about boxing, Rick. That makes front page, but none of these other fights that you just went through and talked mm-hmm. about yeah. make it. None of them. None. So there you go. All right, Rick. Um Okay, another one of my wish lists, things that I'd like to see changed in 2023. I'm going to dovetail out what you said. Better undercards, better cards all the way around, Rick. Okay, gone are the days, although I will say this. The last Golden Boy card in the City of Commerce that I attended, that was a good card. That was an old-school fight card. Gone are the days, right, when you're literally looking at, I don't even care if it's fringe contenders. I don't even care if it's two ham and eggers. At least it's competitive. Instead, what do we get, Rick? We get matchups that are, forget about 50-50. Yeah. Forget about 60-40. We get like 98-2 to two or 99-1%. to 1%, Am I right? No, that's what we get. And, and then we get, so you get the main eventer, like, you know, whatever, Javante Davis, what, Terrence Bud Crawford. Mm-hmm. What about the pay-per-view he had, Rick? 
with that guy when he fought him with one glove and one bare fist, right? <laughs> Remember that fight? Same thing. Cyan, I think. And, yeah. and how much was that pay per view, Rick? Uh, I think it was fifty. Yeah, but see what I mean. And much. who was that guy? Yeah. Under my uh, criteria, yeah. they couldn't have charged ten bucks because he mm-hmm. wasn't top ten. See, see how that would have worked. Yeah. So. Better better cards all the way around. You know, what happens here locally, Rick, is we get the prospect against the guy that, let's be honest, Rick, that they bust over down from TJ. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, definitely. You know, and sometimes you, they they find these guys where, you know, they're sitting there at 14, 15 and 0. Yeah. But haven't fought anybody. You know, haven't left, uh, you know. Rick, some of the guys aren't even 15 and 0, yeah. Rick. We've <laughs> seen guys, Rick, that are yeah. like, you know, 4 and 18. You know, haven't left Panama. You yeah. Know, the, the, uh, Senior Frogs in Panama. Yeah, that's you know, right. And that's where they, all their fights have been. The first indication, Rick, okay, is when they step into the ring and they don't even have boxing trunks, Rick. They got like, you know, champion shorts. Yeah. Right? From Big Five. It says Kirkland. Yeah. Yeah, Kirkland. Yeah. Once you <laughs> once that is your boxing attire, right, there's a very good chance that you have zero chance of winning yeah. that fight. You know? So one of my asks for 2023 to all the boxing promoters, give us more competitive cards all Mm -hmm. the way around. Don't give us this garbage. I'm okay, Rick. Here's the thing. I'm okay because it's always tough to get the headliner a fight, right? Again, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into, you know, having sanctioning bodies, having one governing body, having the best fighting Mm -hmm. the best. That's just, it is what it is. So I'm okay with like putting the headliner in, you know, where we know he's going to just blast the guy. But all the other fights on the card... You're charging me in a lot of cases, Rick. You know, these they're charging 60, 70, 80 bucks. Give me something competitive. Yeah. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you're doing, uh, you know, pay per views. You know, it's, it's got to be competitive or, or you at least have to load up the undercard. I'm talking just in general, like yeah. not even pay per view, just yeah. in general, just any fight card, Rick, any yeah. fight card out there. When we used to go to the Olympic Auditorium, Rick, the, um, the forum, the fights were competitive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. Um, here's another one, Rick. Speaking of the forum, right? Bring back the boxing tournaments, Rick. Okay, bring back the boxing tournaments where maybe we're not seeing the best fighters like champions, but we're getting some very interesting and intriguing matchups. One of my favorite fighters, Rick, who most people don't know, although maybe they know him as a trainer, Rudy El Chicano Hernandez, Rick. Okay, yes, the, that's the older brother brother of uh, Genaro El Chicanito Hernandez. May he rest in peace. Um, Rudy El Chicano Hernandez won the Stroh's Welterweight Championship, Rick, back yeah. in 1982. He okay. beat Hedgeman, Tuga, and Robertson. We went to every fight. Yeah. Okay? I was like 12 years old, I think, but I went to every single fight of the tournament. There was a guy named Henry Hearns that also uh, won the heavyweight. They were exciting. Bring back tournaments, Rick. Yeah. No, yeah, we definitely, you know, um, you know, lay out the, the progress of, you know, who would fight who and, yeah. um, you know, I'm trying to think of the last. Um, I think they had it in the super middleweight. Yeah, Remember they when the they had the Carl Froch and all those yeah. guys, and it was fun, mm-hmm. right? It was good. I think in the beginning they had like Jermaine Taylor. He, That's right. He got beat. That's and, right. That's know. exactly right. They kind of had it back in the days with the heavyweights. That's mm-hmm. when they excluded Tyson. But bring those back. Those yeah. are exciting. Doesn't matter if it's a champion or not. And you know, you make it a big prize, kind of like. You know, all of the contender, mm-hmm. which is kind of that, that that's the way it is. But bring that back. Okay, Rick. I got some good ones still. Okay. Not even done. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, I'm, just, I'm just barely getting heated up. Okay, this is a simple one. Okay. Um, bring back, put replay everywhere, Rick, for yeah. knockdowns. Okay. We have the technology, mm-hmm. but we only use it in Vegas. Okay. We were reminded of it again 
when the referee um, inexplicably ruled that Adam Lopez went down. Yeah, when he was clearly shoved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just hanging on. Yes, he was hurt by a punch. As as my friend Thomas Taylor, right, who, by the way, I think has the, the makings of being a great referee, yeah. he says, was it the punch that put you down? What is it that put you down? The punch didn't put him down. No. He was just clutching, grabbing, holding. Andre Ward agreed with me. That was not a knockdown. Yeah. Okay, Teofimo Lopez in his fight against Sandra Martin, that was a knockdown. The referee waves it off and says, no, not the referee's fault, Rick. The action is too fast. It's why in AAA baseball, they're going to the computer for strike zones. It's why in baseball and football, they do replays. It's too much. We have the technologies. We're not in the, we're not in the 20s with Jack Dempsey, no. Rick, falling out of the ring against Furpo. Yeah. I mean, why are we not using technology? Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's there, you know, um, yeah. and there's no reason not to use it. You know, I, it'll definitely help. It's not like it would slow down. Not at the all. Fight. You just keep the fight going and give them a round. Yeah. Have a replay official who sits there. Yeah. And reviews it for it. give them give them one round. Yeah. To kind of figure out is, yeah. was that a knockdown? Was it not? Yeah. And then. Give your ruling. There's you know, always a second. You keep the fight going. Yeah, there's always a second referee there. Yeah. By the way, just go to go by consensus. There's mm-hmm. got to be better ways. You're you're absolutely yeah. right because it does change the dynamics of the fight. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like Adam Lopez, he didn't go down the second time, mm-hmm. but now he does. So guess what? Now he's down two, yeah. ten, eight rounds. So he's thinking now I got to swing for the fences, right? Yeah. So it changes his style of fighting. So it does change the fight. Yeah. And the scoring showed it. Yeah, and maybe maybe this sounds silly, but yeah. maybe, maybe they should have some challenges where, yeah. hey, yeah. you know, let me challenge that that wasn't a knockdown or, you know, it. I love that idea, Rick. Know, I love that you know, idea. I, I, d- I didn't have that on here, Rick, yeah. but I love that idea. Why not have the challenge? Yeah. Have the tra- Imagine Teofimo Lopez's dad yeah. throwing the challenge flag, you well, know, at the referee's face. You know, even to right? challenge something is like, you know. A headbutt that, right. cut, that causes a cut. Right. Like, you know, right. There's been fights where, you know, the referee yeah. misses it. That's and, exactly and, right. You know, if you have the technology, that's not far fetched. Well no. That's not far fetched at all, Rick. No. Right. Why not have a challenge? No. Right. Why not have a challenge? Maybe you do one that say, look, in the championship rounds, uh-huh. all knockdowns go to review. Yeah. Right. And between rounds one and whatever, round eight, I guess, that's up to the uh, to the trainer you get yeah. one challenge one challenge for headbutt one only one only not one each uh-huh. one for you know some infra- <laughs> right yeah it's a great idea Rick. Yeah. see now now you're starting to think like me rick <laughs> very good all right rick this kind of goes into my next one mm-hmm. this is a simple one let's hold the refs and judges more accountable yeah right when they make a bad decision right Especially judges, right? We were at a fight recently where a fighter, you know, I think it was Louis Lopez's fight. It was like eight rounds to nothing. Yeah. He didn't win eight rounds to nothing, no. okay? The judges need to be reviewed, Rick. Yeah. They need to be held accountable, okay? Clearly, they weren't watching the same fight. Mm-hmm. There's not enough. It's not public enough. If it happens, we don't hear about it. The fighters are in there, Rick. It's their livelihood. It is literally their livelihood, right? Um, so why not more accountability for the officials, Rick? Yeah. It's got to be no there brainer. or, you know, at least, you know, like show us that there's some kind of discipline going on, you know, some kind of uh, retraining or, or something that, that goes on. It just seems like yeah, you have the same, you know, yeah. thing, you know, have it just going on over and over and over again. Yeah. No, that's one of my world hungers. That's, that yeah. is one of my boil the ocean. So sorry, I had to slip that yeah. one in. Maybe that one goes always. Okay. All right, Rick, but I have other better stuff okay. for 2023. Okay. So here's another one, Rick. For 2023, let's bring back... 
good old-fashioned boxing nicknames, Rick. Mm -hmm. What happened to the old nicknames, Rick, that a fighter didn't give himself, but it was given to the fighter? Yeah. Based on either where they were from or their style, okay, Rick? Jack Dempsey, Rick, the Manasseh Mahler. Yeah. Larry Holmes, the Easton Assassin, Rick. Bobby Chacon, you know, schoolboy Bobby Chacon. I think it was Chuck Wepner was the Bayon Bleeder, right? The Motor City Cobra. You know who the Motor City Cobra, Rick, is, right? Yeah. Goes without saying, you know, Tommy Hearns, he was called the Hitman. He had a couple yeah. a couple of nicknames. Um, you know, Mike the Body Snatcher McCallum, Rick, mm-hmm. right? Merciless Ray Mercer. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rick. You know, you, you can't give yourself your own nickname, and I feel like that's what's happening today with today's yeah. boxers, okay? So I think there's an opportunity to start going old school and start going to real nicknames, Rick. Yeah, you know, I think uh, a lot of it is also, too, unoriginal. Like, yeah. you know. How many babyface assassins can you name? Yes. You know, and, yeah. You know, how yeah. many, um, you know, El Chingons yeah. they, can, can you name? How many kings, Rick? Yeah. How many kings? Here's one, Rick. Okay, so Ryan Garcia, King Rai. Uh-huh. Okay. King according to who? Yeah. Like, who anointed him the king? Let's be honest. If we were going to give Ryan Garcia a nickname, mm-hmm. here's one. Ryan Instagram Garcia. There it is. Would that not be better? Yeah. Right? He's from Barstow. You can even, you know, the, the Barstow brawler. Victorville. Victorville. Vic- oh, Victorville. Victorville. Okay, see, I don't have one for Victor. The Victorville villain. Yeah. No, the Victorville. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying, Rick? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some that are not bad today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an example of some today that, that would count. Okay. Sebastian, the, you know, the towering inferno. Yeah. That's a good one. That's pretty good. Right, that, that one And works. I guarantee you he didn't give that to himself. No, yeah. no, he didn't. That's yeah. the thing, right? And I don't even care if it was done by a promoter mm-hmm. or somebody who they paid for marketing. Like, that's ingenious. But, uh, yeah, I don't need people to self-proclaim themselves. El Rey, yeah. the king, or when they don't have one, hard-hitting. Um, I'll tell you when I like. Um, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Yeah. That's a good one, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one I think that needs to be changed. Andrew, uh, Andy Ruiz, the Destroyer, <laughs> okay? That's an original. He's from Imperial yeah. County, yeah. County, Rick. How about the Imperial County Destroyer? Could be, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Here's one that definitely, okay, the takeover. <laughs> okay, come on. All right? What would be, you know, how about this? Teofimo, unpredictable Lopez. There it is. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something better than that, Rick. Now, I think you know this one, but Sweet Hands. You know who has yeah. the nickname Sweet Hands, right? Yeah, that's yeah, Caleb Plant. Yeah, but do, but do you really think about Sweet Hands? Do you think about Caleb Plant? No, no. The only th- maybe the only time would be his last fight against Darrell. Yeah, you know. But that's other it. than that, no. How about Caleb Plant one on you, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Well, you, you know, plant one on you, but. You, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, yeah. so here's one more, Rick. Okay, I got better ones, okay? I got better ones in order for 2023. Wh- whose nickname? You wouldn't even know this guy. You wouldn't even know if I told you. Well, now maybe. I think we may have talked about it on podcast here, but El Rambo. Do you no, know who I, El Rambo I don't is? Know Rambo. You don't know who El Rambo no. is? Yeah, that's because, you know, the nickname just was given out of who knows where. Yeah. That's Jaime Munguia, Rick. Jaime Munguia is Jaime El Rambo Munguia. Oh, wow. Okay, how about Jaime the Tijuana Terror, Munguia, Rick? Yeah. Wouldn't that be more fitting? Yeah, it would be a lot better. All right, Rick, so there you go. 2023, right, let's bring back old school boxing nicknames. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, Rick, here's a couple quick ones, okay? You don't got to think much about. Um, Mandate fighters to fight at least twice per year. 
Okay, if they don't fight at least twice per year, then they impose sanctions and or fines, right? Yeah, or and drop them in the rankings. Yeah. You know, don't just let them, uh, you know, strip them of belts. Yes, exactly. Because here's the thing, Rick. Okay, so if I, I couldn't tell you if you said, hey, Alfonso, what do you do for a living? I said, mm-hmm. oh, I work in the produce department. But what if I haven't stepped foot in the produce department once all year? Yeah. Am I really a produce guy? I couldn't claim that, right? Yeah. Or, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a truck driver, but I've driven a truck once, right? In the last 18 months, I couldn't yeah. claim I was a truck driver. So twice a year minimum, Rick. Yeah. Okay. Here's some good stuff, right? Um, okay, this is this is definitely a world hunger, boil the ocean, Rick. Uh, clean up the cheating, impose stricter, you know, more sanctions and yeah. fines for um, like a la Conor Ben. Okay, like Conor Ben shouldn't be allowed to fight for three years. Yeah. Okay, now, okay, innocent until proven guilty, mm-hmm. okay? But if proven guilty, Yeah. Can, can these guys, man? Yeah. They're cheating. That's not fair. Yeah. Right? Okay, Rick, last one. I know you probably wanted a lot more, yeah. but this is it. Okay, now this is a simple one. This is the one I added. 2023, um, somebody needs to send Andre Ward videos of other fighters. Yeah. Okay, so watching the fights this weekend, right, he made a comment about, and I forget what specific skill set that he saw, but he said, the only one I've seen something with hands that fast I can throw was Tim Bradley, was the man sitting next to me. Oh, wow. Okay. So somebody needs to send him tape of, of Salvador Sanchez, of Sugar Ray Leonard or Sugar mm-hmm. Ray Robinson, um, Ruben Oliveras, Barry McGuigan. Send him videos of anybody. Yeah. But if Tim Bradley's the best he saw, then yeah, then he's been very sheltered. Right? And, and is that really what you think when, when you think Timothy Bradley? Fast yeah. hands? Yeah, that's the thing. No, yeah. that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah, so that's my last wish for uh, for 2023, yeah. Rick. What do you think? If we can get no, half, yeah, half of good, those, yeah. right? Yeah, I think the easy one is to get Andre Ward, you know, those tapes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, which one is the easy one of that? Is it to get, <laughs> get the guys to change their nicknames? Yeah. Maybe, right? Maybe some of these guys. We should proposition them and say, hey, man, here's some other options we have. Yeah. It's seriously like uh, now I thought he was from Victor, from Barstow. So I'll have to come up with a different yeah, one for Victorville. Yeah, Victorville, yeah. yeah. Victorville villain, like I said, something better. All right, folks, coming up, last segment. Second to the last segment, because I know you're going to have the stat of the week. Yeah. Stat of the week to start out 2023. We are going to go through the fights. Uh, we're going a little overtime today, folks. I know average drive is 50 minutes, but hang with us here, folks. We're going to go through the fights that we would like to see for 2023. Pacific Coast Boxing will be right back. If it goes boxing, Alfonso Ruiz, Rick Prado. I'll tell you, Rick, I, I really think that going through that, see, they say sometimes it's the crazy ideas that yeah. spurn the brilliant ideas. Uh-huh. And I think your idea about, you know, I'm, I was just thinking replay, period. But the challenge yeah. and how we formatted that by saying, you know, rounds one through nine, you get one challenge. I actually think that's why somebody's going to take that from us. Yeah. They're going to claim yeah, it definitely. for themselves yeah. because that's a good idea. I, yeah, think, I, I think I think it, it would, would work. Yeah, it would save you know, like it. It definitely changes fights. You know, when when uh, you get bad rules, it does. Yeah. No. no yeah. In, yeah. In all seriousness, right? They do need to bring replay, and they have to figure out a way to incorporate it without it being intrusive to the actual fight. You know, yeah. the way they do it in football and baseball, right? Yeah. In boxing, it's a big advantage. You have a guy that's hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm throwing the flag. 
Yeah. Also, too. Yeah. No promoters. Yeah. You know, <laughs> under the hood. You know. You mean Bob Arum's not allowed to yeah. to run point? I didn't say any names, but uh, you know, we know who. Remember that? Remember yeah. that one fight where he's right there, he's right under, there. under the same hood on replay, right? Pointing to, it out. Directing yeah. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Only in boxing, man. Yeah. Only in boxing do you get those shenanigans. But yeah, there, there's got to be a way, right? And again, it would all be timed. It would have to be done within a minute. That's the yeah. whole thing. Because you don't want to give a competitive advantage. Like, you know, when Chico uh, Corrales threw out his, um, his, his mouthpiece, yeah. remember? That gave him an advantage, and he should have been... You know, uh, you know, penalized for that, but that's what I'm talking about. All right, Rick, 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I didn't necessarily go weight division by weight division. Yeah. I just simply went by what are the fights that I want to see okay. from a pure fight fan's perspective. Yeah. Some of these may happen, um, and I know you did the same thing. So I'll let you go first. Give me a couple fights that you've got in your wish list for 2023. All right, um, I'd like to see. You know, I know this one's probably on your list as well. Yeah. But number one, yeah, Canelo Benavides. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I I think it I think it's definitely time. You know, yeah. these are the two best fighters at one sixty eight. Yeah, it's time for them to fight. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to happen. But yeah. that's okay. We're not going to yeah. do them whether you know whether or not they would come to fruition mm-hmm. or not. I would agree with you. I've also got Benavides against a hundred and sixty pound Charlo, uh-huh. who we recently called a, a, a female organ. Yeah, for not wanting to fight him. So I'm. Totally have that one from a fight fan's perspective. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to see, right, mm-hmm. these two guys in the ring together? Are you kidding me? Because here's the thing. Bevel, right, is significantly bigger than Canelo at 175. And Benavides is a big kid too, but he's not a light heavyweight. Yeah. You could yeah. say he could be fighting at light heavyweight, mm-hmm. but he hasn't. So that's the difference. And I also think that he's not, Benavides meaning, he's not as clean a boxer as as Bivol. So I yeah. think Canelo actually has a better opportunity against him. Mm-hmm. Great fight, Rick. No, oh, yeah, great fight. Um and this one I'm throw out there. Yeah. I'd actually like to see this one before I'd like to see Fury and Usyk. Yeah. Wilder Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a, I, you know what? I don't think it would be a good fight though. I, I don't have that one down because yeah. I actually think that but I hear you. Would yeah. I like to see it? Heck yeah, I'd love to see it. I think Wilder knocks him out. I think so too, but yeah. I, you know, I would like to see. Just want to see him knocked yeah, out. I, yeah, I probably <laughs> just see him knocked out. But uh, you know, because then then that would definitely be the end of of Anthony Joshua. Yeah, um, that would no, be an intriguing fight for sure. Because I'd say two three years ago they were both undefeated. Yeah, that was probably the biggest fight in boxing to be yeah, made. That's right. It wasn't made. Yeah, Wilder's lost twice since yeah. then. Joshua's lost twice since then. Yeah, you know, give us the fight that you know better late than never. Oh no! I'd like to see yeah. it. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Yeah. I'd I'd love to see that fight. It looks like we're gonna get Wilder Ruiz, uh-huh. but no, that would be a very very entertaining. Yeah. That's a pay per view fight, right? That's a, I think that's that's a huge fight. You've oh, got, big time! Um, you know, American heavyweight. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. English heavyweight. Yeah. You know, I I think it would. Yep. Definitely do big numbers. Yep. In Dubai, by the way. Yeah, in Dubai. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, my number one fight, by the way, right? After this, I didn't really necessarily put them in any order. But if you had to pin me down and say, which fight do you want to see? I want to see Beter Beter Biev and Bivol, Rick. Those are the two best light heavyweights, Mm -hmm. okay? Beter Biev destroys Joe Smith Jr. Now, he has a good nickname. Joe Smith Jr. Was he the regular guy? Not his nickname? Oh, no, he was the... The common uh, guy. He's the common guy. 
Either way, that's a good nickname. Yeah. See, that's a good nickname. Oh, but old school, right? Um, Biterbiev is about to, I think he's going to liquidate Anthony Yarde. Yeah. Okay, don't believe everything you're reading. He's going to blast Anthony. That's at the end of the month, by the way, yeah. um, on January 28th. So Biterbiev and Bivol, Rick, because Biterbiev is no spring chicken. No. So that's the fight I want to see, Rick. If you said one fight, that's the one I want to see. No, no, re- really good fight. You know, you got two undefeated fighters. Um, the best in their in in their division, um, you know. I just don't know if this one, you know. I know we'll want to see it. Yeah. But will the casual fight fan want to see it? I don't even know if it's pay per view worthy. Are you, you know? kidding me? This fight? No, well, I, I, know it, I know. I know it's a great fight. You, yeah. Okay. But I, what I'm saying is. Yeah. Oh, you mean like will it sell? Yeah, will it sell? Yeah, but you, you know, know not but, a lot of uh, yeah. casual and, boxing fans know these two. But guys. believe it or not, both of these guys are European, Rick, and yeah. it'll it, in the UK this fight will sell. Mm-hmm. Our UK brethren over there love love these type of fights. I but you're right. Yeah, very valid point, Rick. Yeah. I think here in the US, you're right. The casual mm-hmm. boxing fan may say, "Who are those guys?" Yeah. For me, that's my one fight, Rick. No, yeah, great, great fight, and you get you know. Now we're talking two guys. Yeah. In the top ten, of yeah. pound for pound, Exa- exactly. You know that that for sure, for sure. The fight wise, yeah. definitely. Um, interest, yeah, and and money wise, yeah, it might not be there, and maybe that's why this fight hasn't taken yeah. place yet. It's a very good point. Yeah. Who who promotes both of these guys? Um, I, Bivol is the, is a Bivol matchroom, is, right? Yes, yeah, is, is matchroom. Who's Beater Bev? I think he's top rank. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about him. Yeah. All right, Rick, who else do you got? What are your other 2023 fights? Um, okay, so since we're not going to get, you know, Spence Crawford, yeah. and that's already kind of passed, Yeah. Virgil Ortiz, Jerome yeah. Enos. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. The only thing, right, is like, well, I think Enos now has some bogus belt. Yeah. All right, we don't care about that. But, yeah, that would be a good fight. Th- those are two, especially if mm-hmm. Spence Jr. now – Moves up to 154, and like yeah. I said earlier, uh, you know, once they do that, Rick, and and the you know the previous weight division is in the rearview mirror, mm-hmm. they usually ain't coming back, Rick. Yeah. So yes, that would be the next fight at welterweight, without a doubt. Yeah. Totally agree. And after you know seeing what Boots did, right? Not as impressive, just makes it that much more intriguing. Yeah, I, I think this is you know you have that fight, and then you know Crawford fights the winner. Yeah, you know it uh, for for a legitimate yeah. you know, welterweight title in Omaha for thirty nine ninety nine. Well, at least you could sell that pay per view. You, that one, you, you that could one probably would sell. sell it. You know, but yeah. Um, so here's a fight I got near that weight division, Rick, at one hundred and fifty four. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Charlo against the towering Inferno Fundura, Rick. Yeah, no, I think I think that would be a good fight. You know. Uh, he he may give uh, Charlo issues, you know. He's give he's given everybody else issues. Yeah. He gave you know um, Erickson Lubin. Mm-hmm. He made the you know the fight of the year and a lot of people right. He was top ten. He seemingly does not use his height advantage as he should. He fights as he's as if he's in a phone booth. Yeah. So I just think that'd be a good fight, man. And you know, definitely a fight that can be made. They're both with the PBC. And I th- I think they're on a collision course, right? Yeah. So here's to here's to making. That fight. What else you got, Rick? Uh, so I've got. Um, let me see. Let's see where I want to go with the next one. Um, 
the 140 pound division. Yeah. I'd like to see Regis Progray versus Josh Taylor. Yeah. Or Teofimo Lopez. A combination of those. Yeah. Two out of those three. Yeah. I think would make a great fight. Now, Progreus, correct me if I'm wrong, Rick, but he lost in that um, in that whole tournament. They had 140. Did he not lose to Taylor already? Um, who did he lose to? Hold on. He he already lost to one of those guys, Rick, because Jose Ramirez, I think, beat Maurice Hooker, and I thought Taylor beat Progreus already. So he may be going back to a rematch, Rick, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, he he lost to Josh Taylor uh, by majority decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're asking for the rematch of that fight. Yeah, right. Re- rematch of that fight. Yeah. Um, you know, I I feel like um, you know, probably the better fight though is yeah. is Regis Progray against um, Teofimo. Teofimo. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I I think that's the fight that I'd like to see. I think at 140, not that we're going division by division, but mm-hmm. I think we need to see the rematch between Catterall and Taylor. The Boxing News even gave Jack Catterall like the number three fighter of the year Mm -hmm. simply because they think he got robbed, which is like, (laughs) come on, man. He lost or whatever. But no, that'd be a good fight. Uh The Progreus and Teofimo would be be a hell of a fight. Mm -hmm. Don't disagree with you. Right underneath that, at 135, Rick, I've got Haney and Shakur Stevenson. Yeah. No, I think think that uh, that fight uh, needs to be made. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you're looking at this fight— and if they're not in the in the top ten pound for pound, yeah, they're eleven and twelve. Oh yeah, and without a doubt, yeah, yeah without a doubt. And by the way, speaking of, um, we're gonna have to reset our top ten, yeah, yeah. for twenty twenty three, definitely, and see how it ends up mm-hmm. at the end of the year. But okay, Rick, what else you got? I've got uh, Leo Santa Cruz, yeah, versus uh, Emmanuel Navarrete. Yeah, I like that one a lot, Rick. See, I had that one, I think, a year ago or two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that's when Leo Santa Cruz moved up and you know and got his head knocked out by uh, Gervonta Davis. Yeah. But I love that fight. Yeah. I think that fight should have happened a year ago. I'm okay if it, if it happens now. Mm-hmm. That'd be a hell of a fight. A no, hell of a fight. You know, uh, what do we say? Staples Center? Yeah, but see, now we go back oh. into it because Emmanuel Navarrete is uh, top rank and Leo Santa Cruz is PBC. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that so the hard part. that's that's the whole thing, yeah. man. You know, the guys I have, you know, you want a little bit lower weight division. Um, we talked earlier. We said about Inoue vacating mm-hmm. right all of the hundred and eighteen right, yeah, and moving up to the bantamweight at one hundred twenty two or super bantamweight one twenty two. I'd like to see Inoue and Akhmadiyev, Rick. I'd like yeah. to see Inoue um, gain vengeance, Rick, for Daniel mm-hmm. Roman never getting the rematch with Akhmadiyev. Yeah. I would love to see that fight. Yeah. What do you think? Definitely. I think it'd be a great fight. You know, um, definitely find out, you know, who the top guy is there now that Fulton's kind of moved out of that division. But um, yeah, I think that would be a a great fight in a way. Strong punch. Akhmadiyev looks like, you know, he can take a pretty pretty good punch. So I think that, that, that fight would be... I think really I think that they probably do a tune-up for, uh, uh-huh. you know, Inoue at 122 just to see. Yeah. Right? And then and then they may do something different. What else you got, Rick? I've got like a few more fights. I've got uh, Juan Francisco Estrada versus Josh Franco. Yeah, that's a good fight, Rick. You I know, got I think, that one as well. You know, I, I say, you know, 
Put it here in Southern California. Oh, would that yeah. would that not be? And by the way, that would be a hell of a fight. Yeah. I'll tell you, Franco's put himself on the map. Yeah, don't right. Give, don't give me this BS. We're going to San Antonio. Yeah, you yeah, know, Southern California. Yeah, I mean, after his you know fights with the with Maloney and uh-huh. the controversial headbutt, like all of a sudden, what he did in Japan, he's right there. Yeah, totally agree. So I got a couple female fights, two female fights okay. in particular, Rick. Both of them would be rematches, of course. Got to see Serrano Taylor again, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Serrano had Taylor out, Rick. Yeah. I think it was round four, but she had her out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somehow Taylor survives, comes back. I'm still not sure she won the fight. Yeah. Okay. So that Very fi- close fight. Yeah, that fight needs to be made again. I'm okay with it happening in New York again. I know they mm-hmm. say they want to go to Taylor's hometown. Serrano will follow her. To me, that was the biggest event in boxing. Yeah. Just the fact that the women you know, sold out MSG. Need to see that fight again. And I'll tell you the other one, Rick. Maybe this is a little bit more local, but you know where I'm going to say, Rick. Sanisa Estrada and Marlena Sparza. Yeah. You know, I I hope that fight uh, can take place. I, I have more confidence that, that the other fight will uh, take place. Um, now that uh, Sanisa Estrada's, you know. With top not, rank. Yeah, with top rank. Yeah, and, that's right. And uh, left Golden Boy, you know, maybe, you know, Oscar won't be as willing to put her in against yeah. uh, Esparza. Yeah, I also had, but it's going to happen. So I didn't, you know, I didn't mention it. But I do like um, Mauricio Lara mm-hmm. and Lee Wood. Yeah. So that one's that one's going to happen. Yeah. Can't wait. Lee Wood is saying that Lara's not going to last past six rounds. Uh-huh. Can't wait for that one. Yeah. Okay. That that's a boxing fans fight right there. Of course, you got you know, uh, we'll see. You know, Gervonta Tang Davis and Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. It, it what, sounds mm-hmm. like it's close. So you know. Hopefully uh, it, it does get made. One can only hope. What else you got, Rick? Did you get? Did you cover all yours? Um, Those were my top ones. I've got a lot of others, right? Yeah, but I'm talking yeah. about what are the fights that the, I really want to see. You know, I, I would like to see. I'd may, maybe this one. You know, honorable yeah. mention. Yeah. You know, Triple G and Mungia. Yeah, that would be a good one. You know, that f- would be a good one. Finally, get Mungia. Yeah. You know, is Mungia for real or against Rambo? Yeah, is he just beating up these these randoms? Yes. Yes. You know. Beat a tough Triple G. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, can all seems to kind of struggle with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'd love to see Triple G Mungia. See, and I think, right, I think that this would be, for Triple G, this would be Dur- like Roberto Duran, hands of stone Duran, by the yeah. way, Rick, against when he beat Iran the Blade Barkley, Rick, yeah. that this would kind of be... You know, Triple G's like signature fight later in his career. Because what am I saying is, I think Triple G would have a chance to beat him. Yeah, I really do. I do. Because Munguia gets hit a lot. And Triple G's tough. I don't even think Triple G has gone down in his whole career, has he? No. I don't think he has. No. Right. So certainly hasn't been knocked yeah. out. So, I mean... And and the and the, and you know Father Time is catching up to him, Rick. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've seen him slow down against you know Dervachenko, and and uh, although he was very impressive against uh, was it Murata, and uh, I probably have the name yeah. wrong, but it was a Japanese fighter. Um, but yeah, if you're gonna if that fight's gonna happen, it's got to be this year. And mm-hmm. I'm with you. I would love to see that fight yeah. simply because I'm gonna tell you right now that's a toss up. Yeah. You know, it's fifty-fifty. You know the youth versus the experience. Yes. You know Triple G. You know, I think he's over. He's definitely over forty now, right? Right now, I I would go with Triple G. Believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. You know Mungia just. Uh, you know. The level of competition hasn't been there. Some people say he's one of the most protected fighters yeah. out there, Rick. The Ring Magazine has him as one of the most protected fighters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. 
All right, folks, there you go. There's our rundown of fights that we'd like to see in 2023. Kind of like I said with my 2023 wish list, Rick, if we get half of those, Mm -hmm. we'll be doing okay. I mean, that's literally how it is. All right, Rick, quick break, and then let's get the stat of the week, and we'll end round, big round number six for 2023, Pacific Coast Boxing. We'll be right back. Pacific Coast Boxing back here finishing, unfortunately, a very um, entertaining, hear me say it, Rick, but I know, Mm -hmm. round number six, fight number eight of our first podcast of 2023. It's been very insightful. Sorry, we're going a little bit over time here, but it would be remiss of us to not include the stat of the week. So let's have at it, Rick. What do we got? Okay, so... um Canelo Alvarez, he's beaten 18 world champions. Yes. Um, he's the leader right now of all current fighters. Yes. Um, a lot of the names that are mentioned, you know, to possibly fight him, David Benavides, Jamal Charlo, Demetrius Andrade. You know, how many world champions has, has each of them beaten? Yeah, so here's the thing. So Canelo Alvarez, active fighter, he has beaten 18 mm-hmm. former world champions, right? Yeah. A who's who. Uh-huh. I mean, Triple G twice, right? Uh-huh. Caleb Plant, Billy Joe Saunders. I mean, you know, you keep going down the list, right? Daniel Jacobs, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. even, Rick. Miguel Cotto, right? There's Randy Lara. So you just keep going down the list. But the question you're asking now, it's that of the week, is those three guys, David Benavides, Jamal, Jamal Charlo, and Demetrius Andrade, yeah. right? Again, I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying that there's no way the the combined three of them has, you know, the 18. There's no, no way. They don't even have 10. No. And, I mean, they're not even at 10, Rick. Yeah. Some of them, I mean, all of them is going to be, you know, obviously single digits. Mm-hmm. So very few, Rick, but let's have it. Okay. So they have a combined five between the three of them. <laughs> See? Um, so David Benavides has beaten one world champion. Yeah. Um, the Canadian, Rick, right? Yeah. Uh, David Lemieux. That's right. And then... Um, Demetrius Andrade has only beaten one world champion as well. Yeah. Um, Jack Colke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, hard, there's a household name. Hard hitting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then um, Jamal Charlo yep. has beaten three. That's right. See? He's the one that's got some credibility, uh-huh. Rick. A little bit. Yeah, he's got some credibility. So there you go, right? So that's why, you know, when Canelo was, you know, when they were kind of jawing back and forth, specifically with Benavides, right? He was talking about, right? Oh, Andre. Well, was it Demetrius well, Andre as well? And, and his dad yeah. during the press conference. He's, yeah. He's like, who have you fought? You yeah. Know, you're a horrible fighter. And, yeah. You know, who have you fought? Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. And he's right. I mean, the to Kolke, that's the champion he's fought. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, again, part of that, Rick, you can say, you know, it's promotional, right? Mm-hmm. It's boxing. But, right, at some point, it's also you, the fighter, pushing. Because let's be honest, right? Canelo has has essentially right. Um, he's forced his way to fight a lot of guys, right? Yeah. Remember, um, you know that's kind of what the falling out with uh, with DeZone and and Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. He didn't want to go along with their plan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fighting Caleb Plant. I mean, fighting Dimitri Bivol. That was ill advised. Yeah, but he did it, right? I hate to say dare to be great. That's overused, but that's mm-hmm. what he did, right? And you look at all these guys. Now some of these guys, Rick, you can say, well, he fought them on the other side. Like, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., like, give me a break, yeah. right? That was ridiculous. But, you know, Lemire, you know, Liam Smith, right? An undersized Amir Khan, an undersized Miguel Cotto probably, right? Yeah. But Erzandli Lara, 
That yeah. was a tough. That was this yeah. is a Rosanna Lara back in 2014. Yeah, nobody wanted to fight him. Back That's then. exactly right. And and I remember that because his camp was even saying this is not a good idea. And he does. Um, and he beats him. He beats him in convincing yeah. fashion. Austin Trout, Rick. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the Austin Trout of 2013, right before he fought Floyd Mayweather Jr. Yeah. So what does that say? Yeah. Right. It's, you know, he fights everybody. Yeah, he's got some credibility. Yeah. Right? That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. De La Hoya used to do the same thing. Yeah. You could say, well, these guys were past their prime, but Paez, the Ruelas brothers, mm-hmm. Gotti, but, you know, Miguel Angel Gonzalez, but he did it. Yeah. So. And you want to start stockpiling, you know, wins, you yeah. know, to get to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly right. And neither, here's the thing, right? And we talked about the Hall of Fame and the credentials a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Canelo's in. Yeah. Right? Canelo retires right now and he's in. Are those other guys in? No, I think that's why you know they're trying to yeah. do it in one in one fight, right? Beat Canelo and then, yeah, you know, find their way in, and hence why Canelo's telling them like fight each other, yeah, <laughs> right. But here's the thing: now on the other side, Canelo, you are the 168 pound unified champion. You've got to fight somebody, mm-hmm. and Benavides is your mandatory. Yeah. So that is the guy you got to fight. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, he's gonna more than likely gonna fight Bivol because that's what he wants to do. I don't think that's a good choice for him. But after that. Come back down and fight at 168 and yeah. then call it a career. Yeah. I don't see him fighting much more, Rick. No, no. I think he's got... Doesn't uh, have to. Yeah. It, this year, maybe next year. Yeah. I, I know. I totally yeah. agree. I, I don't think we see Canelo in 2025, mm-hmm. right? That's not far-fetched no. to say we don't no. see him in 2025. No, yeah. I don't think you do. But I'll tell you who you will see, Rick. You will still see us alive and kicking, hopefully, and we'll still be going strong. Pacific Coast Boxing. That'll do it for round number six. I'll see you next week, Rick. Yeah, man, signing off. This is Rick the Great Prado. <laughs> it's a good nickname, yeah. Rick. And it, and it was given. You know, yeah, I, I didn't just make it say, up on my I don't own. Think you gave it. Who given by who? <laughs> <laughs> we can't get on. We can't. We can't get into that on the show. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs>